Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway. Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug In Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of yore the early 2000s. I'm Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host, John Ward. Excellent. John, what are we looking at today? Today we're talking about the second episode of Big Bunny, Vegetables. This episode aired in the year 2001. All right, well, here's a quick summary of the episode according to the Wikipedia article. The friends start out going back into the forest to see Big Bunny. Big Bunny then tells them a story about a turnip that was eaten by a king. The turnip friends start a revolution, and it ends with a sort of vegetable democracy, which is fun. And the children Uh, leave, the bunny reminds them to eat lots of food, bring him a cat. I think he's going to eat the cat. Yeah. So the turnip was not eaten by a king. The turnip was a king, and then eaten by a farmer. Someone has royally fucked up the Wikipedia summary of this episode. <laughs> so, does that mean, is this going to be the first time that we ever actually edit a Wikipedia article? That'd be interesting. I think, yeah, after we record, let's go in and do some um actuallys. That sounds good. So, we start off with a new theme song, Paul. A better theme song, I yeah. think. It's it's amazing. I loved it so much. Like the moment that it popped up, I was I was like, it sparked joy, Paul. It's good. I mean, and and it really matches the tone of the show. I think really well. Yes, absolutely. Sort of like it's also sung by Big Bunny. Wait, no, it's sung by the kids, right. and it's them. Sort of, it feels like a kids song that they just came up with on their way to like walking to Big Bunny or something. I mean, which is great. So we we see the kids get ready to go um, meet Big Bunny, and mm-hmm. I, I don't remember any of the characters' names, but the one little girl who doesn't trust Big Bunny isn't yes. apparently scared of Big Bunny, but is Susie. worried that they're going to be eaten by wolverines yes. while they're out there. Yes, a roving band of wolverines. Do we know that wolverines exist in this forest? We do not. Uh, I'm not even entirely certain where wolverines do exist. If I remember correctly, they exist in Colorado, and they mostly fight the uh, Red Menace. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, they're also, um, what is it? They're, they also live in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, okay. yep. <laughs> home of the Wolverines. So, you know, those two locations, maybe maybe they're from Colorado or Ann Arbor. Possible. It's also possible I have no idea where the movie Red Dawn was set, so, <laughs> you know. I think Red Dawn was California, because I think it, it I don't remember, actually. It, you know, it would have been pretty hard for the Russians to paratroop into, although it was the Mexicans that paratrooped into wherever it was. Was huh. it? What? I don't remember anything about that movie, apparently. <laughs> well, that's fine. It doesn't matter. The real question, John, Can we talk is about what... where are the Russians are coming? The Russians are coming instead? It's a much better film. I don't know that I've actually seen that. Oh, it's cute. You should see it. Will do. All right. But, John, <laughs> the important questions, though. Would French bread be a comfortable couch? Because the bunny has somehow baked a baguette that the kids are sitting on. And I just... I mean, two questions. Is it a comfortable couch? And does he have a house in the woods somewhere that we just haven't seen? <laughs> I kind of wonder if he's not special ordering all this stuff because it feels like a lot mm. of this 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 show is like bringing Big Bunny stuff. So I yeah. think he might be special ordering this stuff. I don't think he has a house. I think he I think he Amazon's this shit. 
Okay. Okay. Like giant Tupperware, giant couches. Is there like some sort of like online catalog that specializes in novelty large things? Almost certainly. Mm hmm. All right. Well, do you, do you think French bread then is a comfortable couch? Yes or no? No, absolutely not. I would say no. It's a hard bread. It is a hard bread. It is also um, like I feel like if you just made French be- bread bigger, like with, you know, all of the structure and stuff, I feel like especially the crust would be like razor sharp, jagged edges and stuff. I don't it, think it would unless you I'll- take a sander to it or something. I don't think it would be. And also the cushions would have such big air pockets in them that you could we'd be like sitting in a little crater and maybe yeah. that would be comfortable, maybe not. I guess it yeah. depends where you get to sit in the baguette. It would have to be a big air pocket, like like to, to take the whole rump. Mm-hmm. Uh but like to I To take I feel, the whole rump. <laughs> yep. I feel like otherwise you're just got, you know, half rump in, half rump out, and that's not good for your spine. <laughs> well, okay. Some more important questions, John. Do all bunnies like carrots, or are these kids racist? <laughs> I think these kids are carrot are bunny racist. I think they are. The bunny didn't even know what the carrots were, but he did know what turnips are, which is interesting because, to me anyway, that's a much less common vegetable. Well, I think uh, turnips feel like uh, a much more like English fairy tale type thing. Mm. Like, like turnips are very much like. Uh, I don't know much more barbaric like they're 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 much more no not barbaric um pagan i think you know what i mean like it feels like, like a proper old, old world vegetable yeah exactly much more old world vegetable like you know some and like the turnip king the moment he said turnip king i was like is there a story about turnip kings <laughs> like i feel like i feel like in like a book of mythology as a kid i i would have read something about a turnip king. It feels very, very much like a, a thing that could be real. Uh, and that he was a tyrant. So so we get a story about the turnip king. <laughs> and he's a tyrant. As, as mm-hmm. we all know, turnips don't have the greatest personalities. And <laughs> and so the vegetable... So the, the farmer eats the turnip king. The vegetables rejoice. And they storm the castle. And they kick out the turnip queen... Uh, the turnip king's mistress, and then the yep. turnip king's bastard son. <laughs> Which is a nice touch, but a, a weird touch to include in a story you're telling small children. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, it got a it got a good chuckle out of me, and uh, it's like, and then uh, yeah, and then every year now they just have an elected the the vegetable kingdom is run by an elected potato, which to me feels. Also sort of racist and complicated. It, it makes me wonder, they're choosing one root vegetable instead of another. Is it really so different? Is this like a constitutional monarchy that they've established now where it's basically the same root vegetable, but now he's a potato, he's a man of the people, not a stingy old turnip, but it's basically I mean, the same. I would also argue that turnips are much more like, much less of a one-trick pony. Like, don't get me wrong. I love potatoes, but potatoes just taste like potatoes. Like roasted versus fried, I think is really the two flavors of potato. But really, that's just like, you know, is is it oily or is it not oily? Like you know what I mean? Like like those are the the differences of potato. Whereas turnips, I feel like you can use a turnip for literally everything else a potato can do. But then it also is like sweet. 
You can also sort of like take some of that sweetness out a little bit by, you know, making it savory turnip. Like I feel like a turnip's a more diverse vegetable. John, Maybe are I'm, you are you team turnip? I think I'm team turnip. I think we oh never should God. have deposed the ki- the king. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if we can keep doing this podcast. I'm sorry, Paul. You're team turnip. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was allergic to potatoes for like ten years of my life. But oh, uh, that that would that could feed into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jen, another really important question, though. We learned that the turnip is a tyrant and that potatoes may be at least benign. What do you think is the most nefarious vegetable? Um, oh, eggplant. Make your case. Okay, so uh, it's creepy. Uh, we know it's it's a little too horny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, Just there's just something sinister about a purple... A purple vegetable. Here's the thing, John. I was also going to say eggplant, but for a different reason. Okay. Which is that it's not actually good for you. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's tricked everyone. It's it's just it's just water encapsulated inside of a weird purple penis like this. Okay. Other important questions, John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the big bunny, when he's telling the children to leave, or when they leave, says to them. Be sure to eat plenty of French fries with mayonnaise. What's uh-huh. the best way to eat French fries? Do you think? Uh, salt and vinegar, obviously. Ah, uh, it's a good Maryland answer. I was gonna say Old Bay. <laughs> Old Bay is also very good. I, I'd say that if you go either way, you're not gonna be steered wrong. Although now I kind of want to try Old Bay and vinegar. That sounds really good too. On some turnip fries, you sick fuck. Oh my god, that'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right john uh is there anything else we should talk about this episode before we get to the morals um so i do want to note we did miss the uh not a bug but a rock with a twig on it that was really good oh, Susie, true. Susie yeah, was like, like no i don't i don't want to go visit big bunny i i want to sit here and i'm i'm watching this bug and then <laughs> lulu comes over just kicks it over dispassionately and says that's not a bug that's a rock with a twig on it and then she does a lot goes, of side to side eye after that. Yeah, exactly. And it's it feels like a strong man argument, okay? Because Susie should have said that she didn't want to go see Big Bunny. Uh, well, she did say that she thinks he's creepy. But uh, then she said, I'm watching this bug. And this is a classic strong man argument where uh, Lulu kicks over the rock, says it's not really a bug. Therefore, you know believing that she has disproved both the big bunny is creepy thing and that she's watching a rock uh, mm. a bug so so basically Susie falls into this trap and feels like her entire argument has been destroyed when in fact only one part of her argument has been destroyed and it has nothing to do with why she doesn't want to go into fucking woods <laughs> i had a slightly different response to it which mm-hmm. was that in the first episode i thought she was smashing bugs not berries and that meant the kids didn't know anything about jam, if you remember that. Yes, um, I do. I do. I don't think they know anything about bugs either. So we're living in a world <laughs> in which these kids know nothing about bugs or jam or large bunnies. It could be that they're all like, this is the first time that they're all allowed to play outside without like super parental, you know, observation or something like that. We used to call this the way back when I was a kid. It was basically beyond the backyard. Um, yeah, when we would be able to, uh, you know, go back there. Granted, uh, I don't think we ever lived at my, at the house in which we had a way back. Um, 
because it was just a big open public space back there. Right. Um, we, we used to use the term way back for the trunk in a car if you could access it when it was in motion. So like like not a, a proper trunk, but if it yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. a hatchback but, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. we also had a hatchback that we called the way back at the, the same back. time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a multi-purpose word. It, you know, it had multitudes, so. <laughs> All right, John. Well, speaking of multitudes, the morals <laughs> you could take from this episode are <laughs> damn near infinite. But yes. I want to know, what are you taking away from our, our special time with Big Bunny Episode 2? Okay, uh, I think I think uh, you should think about the uses of uh, the vegetable before you depose it from from uh, power, I think is really it. I think that turnips are a more diverse vegetable, and uh, and they deserve a second thought, you know. Well, maybe the turnip king's bastard son can regain control in a later episode. Yeah, yeah, the struggle for power. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's good my moral is that you should really keep an eye out for the long con even when or especially when large rabbits are involved because he's not eating the kids yet but he's clearly sizing them up couch wise you know he's, <laughs> yeah, he's ready couch wise. just wait for it yep uh, it does it is interesting like i'm trying to think of a way that like you could secretly measure people using a couch like in real life like what would you what would you try and do would you like Maybe sew a couch cover with various sizes of t-shirts on it and then, uh, you know, have people sit down on it. And then that's how you secretly take their measurements for what size t-shirt they probably wear for What I would do is actually, yeah, what I would do is similar to what Big Bunny's done, except I wouldn't use a hard French bread. I'd use a very soft Italian bread so that they would just leave a perfect indent. Ooh, yeah. Or what about a brioche? Or what about just a brie? Pre- oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just cheese yeah couch. yeah no no make it low carb man uh you Healthy, know a, maybe a cheese sandwich there you go mm. all right well <laughs> thank you for joining us for this episode of plug and missing if you liked what you heard that'd be confusing but i'd be into it so leave <laughs> f- <laughs> almost said leave a friend leave a friend tell a review on itunes you know that sort of thing we uh happen to have developed a new stinger promo so if anybody out there wants to do a swap you know tell some people about your yeah. podcast Uh, uh. let us know at us on the various social media platforms at plug and missing or email us at plug and missing pod at gmail.com you can also check out plug and missing.com for info on upcoming episodes schedule of upcoming events that kind of thing as always this episode was co-hosted by john ward and paul reberg produced by john ward edited by paul reberg maybe with music by me as well come back next week where we're going to ask you would you like to update flash a special bunny friend (laughs) We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.